the abs and the also baby. drew i just got your matt Bolesky joke i just realized he's number 29 <laughs> <laughs> fucking 20 minutes later bro. we are having a great time tonight This is the Bruce and Bruins podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Hello, this is the Bruce and Bruins podcast, a the Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented by Druins Diehards. By Bruins Diehards. That's a new one. <laughs> Druins Diehards. Also, save more spirits or liquors, depending on which store you go to, and DraftKings. Um. Yeah, we got me, we got Cam, we got Chris, and we got Jess once again. Just Bell Nosto. Jell's Bells. Jell's Bells is the problem. That's me. <laughs> um, but real quick, off the bat, we got we got some stuff to do, right, Cam? Yes, we absolutely do. This episode of the Bruins and Bruins podcast is sponsored by Save More Spirits. Check them out for all of yours. Beer, wine, and liquor needs. They have all of the macro brews as well as a healthy offering of local and craft beers from all over. Locations in Somerville, Medv- Medford, Cambridge, Medved. and Malden. <laughs> Medved. <laughs> if you want to learn more, Woo! check out SaveMoreSpirits.com. That's save and more without an E. SaveMoreSpirits.com. Online ordering also available at Minibar and Drizzly. And get this, first time you use a Drizzly. Free delivery with promo code Bruce and Bruins. That's Bruce and Bruins with an ampersand and no spaces. Drew, what do you got for us? Ooh, the sponsorship is also episoded by DraftKings. It's the same read as last week. You've heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, and how payday can come every day by entering their contests with huge cash prizes up for grabs. This week is jam-packed with action ranging from basketball to golf and hockey, and DraftKings has plenty of ways for you to have a front-row seat to all the action. Making a lineup on DraftKings adds excitement to every night and is simple to do. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to users across all sports. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, so there is no better place to get in on all the action. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN to get a free entry with your first deposit only at DraftKings minimum $5 deposit required eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com for details and usually this is when I'm like hey someone please talk but I'm hosting this week so actually Chris please talk about your beer oh all right this is a good one for multiple reasons one because my friends brewed it from uh, ethical brewing company award-winning San Diego home brewery um it is also good because it is called the captain which who doesn't love patrice bergeron uh also good because it is a a dark czech style lager and who doesn't love the czechs uh such as david pasternak and david krejci so i'm gonna give this a taste i mean it's rich it's just got like that good, smooth flavor that you like. I would say you can taste it a little. It's not like a super tasteable beer, but the taste that is there is very good. Uh, I'll give it an 18 on taste. Uh, and drinkability. Off the charts, buddies. 38. Ooh. <laughs> Full Jordan Karan there. <clears throat> oh. Not Matt Bolesky, though. Good old Matt Bolesky. Just going to ignore that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. I, I don't recall Jess, what are you number, but... um, I'm 
drinking Red's Hard Apple Ale because um, I wasn't paying $17 for a four-pack, and this was already in the fridge. And uh, for drinkability, well, it goes down like apple juice. So that's, <laughs> that's all you need to know. And taste, I mean, I like, I guess, more dry ciders. And this is definitely more, like, sweet and fruity. So we'll give it a 20. Ooh. I like it. Daniel Paye. Cam has Nordstrom. Yeah, I, yeah, but yeah. Pie, like, I don't yeah. know, overrides the maroon line. <clears throat> Either one works. Uh, I'm keeping on the juice theme. I'm drinking a Lone Pine OJ double IPA. Um, it's not literal juice, it is a beer. Um, yeah, apparently there's actually no fruit in it, but it's interesting because it is, it does taste very citrusy. Uh, but a very good IPA, one of my favorites in the Portland area. Uh, drinkability, pretty hoppy, um, but like I said, citrusy, so still decent for a hoppy IPA like this. Probably a 15 on the drinkability scale. Taste, you can definitely taste it. Um, let me give it like a 30, clean 30 on the taste. Good beer, very good beer. A little Ken Thomas action there. All right. Yes. I got it's a uh, beep bock boop from some <laughs> brewing company. <laughs> that located is, in that sounds team. like Drew named both the beer and the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Yes, the this is a my brewing company, you know. Yeah, can's nice. They got a little, they even say on it, like uh, for those listening, it's like a little robot with like ram horns. And uh, they even say, like, we uh, we have a lot of inside jokes, many with characters that have backstories, accents, and other silly details. So they include a lot of the characters on their, uh, on their beer cans, which is kind of cool. It is a lager. It is a – I've had to say this before, and Cam's recording me for some yes. sort of social medias. Um, it's a Hella's Bach-style lager or a Helles Bach? H-E-L-L-E-S. I believe it's just Hell's. Hells. Hells. Not to be confused with Hells. 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 <laughs> Wonderful. But yeah, it's a nice 7%. Uh, you can certainly taste it, but it's definitely not like it's a lager. It doesn't have the hoppiness of an IPA. So on the overall spectrum of beers, I'd say taste is probably probably more mid-range. I'll give it I'll give it a 19, a nice uh, Joe Thornton, Tyler Sagan. Um kind of deal uh and, and drinkability it is pretty heavy like it's a especially for a lager i feel like it's it's pretty damn heavy so uh i'm gonna give that a nice little 10. shouts out here's new york you hear any snoring uh that's not me that's rascal behind me <laughs> he's very you can see his ears somewhere in those uh <laughs> those blankets uh <laughs> Yeah, Cam, I like that you were you were mentioning um, no fruit in that beer, but it tastes fruity. I, I like yeah, the explanation. And again, it's it's called OJ as in O H dash J, uh, but obviously, in, you know, leads to orange juice. It says freshly squeezed American hops packed into a pure citrus juice box, zero percent fruit, fresh, never frozen, not concentrated. So, pretty yeah. well done. Um, and yeah, shout out Longline. I don't know about you guys, but I'm super interested in like what hops bring different flavors and, and how those flavors come to be. So uh, I think I speak for all of us when I say we're going to try and get some people who know more about beer than we do on this podcast mm -hmm. and do a little more beer content in the near to uh, medium future. Yeah, ideally. Near and medium is all near. relative though, man. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I just watched the movie Tenet, and nothing Time. means anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so I have little prepared for this. I figured it's a Bruce and Bruins After Dark edition. Me and Cam went skiing earlier, which was fun. Um, so yeah, it's been fun, <laughs> and the fun continues here. Um, but yeah, obviously... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy this is going great and we're nine minutes in that's awesome uh so yeah uh, the obvious topic on the table is lake tahoe 
um, Bruins with an outstanding. Where is it? People are confused. What? And you you didn't it? see this? Like people were confused about where Lake Tahoe is. Um, yeah, no, no. I saw a lot of stuff about that. Honestly, I get the confusion with like California because the mountains do go into California, but like the people thought it was in Canada. People thought it was like on the East Coast. Canada. Like, there was a lot of p. I saw a lot of tweets out there that like had different things. Like people yeah. didn't know where it was. Did anybody so, ever look uh, at a map? It's on the border of Nevada and California. Um, people are going to be really confused about Lake Champlain because let me tell you, that's that's great great stuff. <laughs> two different countries and two different <laughs> U.S. states. Yeah. Well, oh, Lake Champlain. I can see it from my living room. I'm completely kidding, but like. Go down fact, used to be a great lake. Still yeah. is a great lake in my life. Yeah, like as in like a literal great lake. <laughs> like like that's made it as a great lake. Not it was, like yeah, it was one of the great lakes. And now <laughs> it's no longer. But I, I, it is one of my favorite lakes. It is a great space lake. It's better space on the Vermont lake. side. <laughs> space lake. Yeah, I'm more of a Vermont side guy. Just come to Plattsburgh to support the local economy. That's it. Okay. Back to hockey. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Lake Tahoe, Bruins played a game against the Flyers. Um, first thing I do want to say is those jerseys look fucking great because we've seen them in right photos. We've seen like, you know, fans have the jerseys, but seeing them on the ice outside with that beautiful setting, it was just perfect. It was absolutely perfect. Even with the Flyers wearing their orange, reddish orange jerseys, which I don't like, but trash. Uh, they, they didn't clash too badly. No, it was kind of cool with the color on color matchup. Actually, I, I, I don't know. I get why the NHL doesn't do it, but at the same time, it's like it works. Like European soccer teams do that all the time, and it's fine. Except for once in a while, you have like a nightmare matchup, and then like you know, you can. There's our ways to make sure that doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that hard. I also sympathize with uh, colorblind people who yeah struggle with uh, like yellow and orange could be a bad one. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I would avoid like a yellow and orange. You know what I mean? But I don't and know, even sure red, was... my I I can't. The red throws it off, throws me off, and like it just looked like a video game when I was watching uh, the first Vegas and Colorado game because I I like came out to the living room and I was like, "Is that a video game on TV?" And I was like, "Oh no, they're like playing hockey." It just looked really vivid and yeah those uh those vegas uh jerseys are big trash um, yeah big the, if true the nordiques reverse retro is sick they fucked up by not wearing the blue pants yeah mm. yep. but i like i like how with that they still kind of kept to the avalanche color where it's more of a maroon compared to kind of the brighter red that the nordiques were like they kept the Oh, I mean, this color scheme is similar, but I think the Avs color scheme is better than the Nordiques, so these yeah. these jerseys are better. So yeah, did I they think... nail the reverse in the retro, or did Kinda. they? Uh, again, still trying to process. I, 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 I don't really know what it means. I... It's provocative. <laughs> Just keep it going. Um. But yeah, beyond jerseys, I guess we'll we'll hold off on the Bruins talk, you know, to keep people interested. I mean, the <laughs> ice. To keep people listening to the bullshit before we get to the good stuff. I have a general NHL question that is related. I actually want to hear people's thoughts on. Um, the NHL always gets shit on for their lack of marketing for everything <laughs> in general. I saw a lot of people talking about it this weekend. Like, this is a really cool event that the NHL did, and I feel like nobody knew what was going on. And I had somebody DM mm-hmm. me and say that pretty much like, this is kind of the classic, like, yeah, nobody knows this is going on. It's really cool. And then I walked into work and I turned it on and one of the other producers turned to me and said, oh, shit, that's sick. I didn't know that was even happening. And I was like, exactly. Yeah. And then the NHL has something so amazing that, like, it's so aesthetically pleasing. It literally broke the game. Like, I, I wrote a story <laughs> about how the first game ever delayed by perfect weather like you know what i mean like come on um but you did you wrote a story wait you wrote a story (laughs) yeah (laughs) like for 
for like for like the news. I I, I guess I teased. Oh, right? for yeah, Portland. So okay, not, that, yeah. that's that's fine. I thought you meant. Oh, wait, we were gonna have to talk about it. It's a parade. Of all people, Cam, me, and Chris are starting writing again since the site we launched. Um, but yeah, no, I was just curious to talk about like whether do you agree that the NHL sucks at marketing everything and. Yes. You know, I mean, like, look at David Pasternak this weekend as a perfect example of, like, somebody that they should be. We've talked about this before on the pod, but just, like, absolutely hammering into the minds of the American and Canadian people. He shows up to the game in bright pink shades, wears him during warm-ups, goes out, scores a hat-trick, and then after the game talks about how he's upset he has to do the media (laughs) because (laughs) teammates listening to Barbie Girl in the locker room and he can't join it. Like that's By the way, if you haven't had Barbie Girl stuck in your head since the moment he said that, then are you a real Bruins fan? Should we get some copyright infringement here? Should I, like... No, no. I think that's going to have to be the song we close with, though. Yes, okay. Like, the that's so wholesome. Market that. I love seeing teams have fun. And I know that that's like ridiculous to say because I mean, I feel like as professional athletes, they should be able to kind of do what they want and kind of keep the locker room as light as they want. And I think it was Pasta who said that um, it was uh, Bergie's idea to do all of this. And that's so fun. That's amazing. Imagine having fun. Having fun. fun. What is that? It's wild. Like these um, weird and fun. Nobody yeah, knows. So well, it's a game. <laughs> <laughs> the the like team picture afterwards. I thought that was adorable. They right. it was, like oh, know, that was great. cool pictures in high school. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool. Thing, I just though. the whole marketing thing could have been so much better. And I get it. There weren't fans there, so you can't do like the fan engagement sort of thing. But there were a million ways that they could have promoted this a million better ways that they could have done it anyways. Yeah. I think my, hey, why didn't excuse... they sponsor us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think my excuse for the NHL would be, okay, they threw it together in three months. Like usually yeah. they have like a year runway or more to figure out the marketing for winter classic stuff, but also like heritage classic is the same way. Could you yeah. tell me who the last uh, people to play, the last teams to play in the Heritage Classic were, or yes. where it was? Spezza. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's a random guess because I was thinking on uh, Ottawa, but I mean, I, I was, I was I saying teams Calgary in the players, Jets. Well, of, of course, Not- Jess knows that wearing yeah. her Flames shirt right now. That would make yeah, yeah <laughs> my brand. Yeah, of course. Let's play the Bruins. Yeah, I was gonna say let's delay the Bruins longer and just make this a Flames episode. Like, oh uh, boy, two people oh. guessing. Elias Lindholm. Everybody loves him, right? Ugh, love him. He's great. If you don't have him in fantasy hockey, highly suggest it. I don't play fantasy man. hockey, but Gee, I did last year. Drew, do you have Elias Lindholm? Because I don't think no. I do. <laughs> me and me and Cam are facing each other this week, so I haven't looked at my team once. I got you're projected better. Cam is projected better. No but I'm projected. Yeah. I'm projected for the most in the league by a large quantity this week, but also I got beat by the team who scored the most this past week. Tough well, beat. yeah, tough beat for me. Uh. I do not have Elias Lindholm. Also, I played Jacob Markstrom and then Matt's so. Well, that, that's a whole other thing that we can talk about. Oh, I got to log into Yahoo. Dude, Yahoo didn't, like, keep me logged in. Sometimes <laughs> I go to websites that, like, don't keep me logged in. I'm just like, ah, never mind. I'm just never going to go to this website again because <laughs> it didn't keep me logged in. So I don't know if I've seen this on Twitter too, but and I don't think it's a hot take, but I definitely hop on board for future outdoor games. I kind of say fuck the in-person fans. This is way cooler than anything. Yeah, absolutely. Just never do it. Do it in the weirdest places possible. Yeah. Like, hey, like we don't need. Let's go to Machu Picchu. Let's, let's see it. Yeah, right. see if they can market it that way. Like give me, give me a Machu Picchu game. But yeah. even if they go international, you know they're going to want fans there because that's actually really good for fan engagement overseas. But like, play at nine thousand feet. I want to see it. I want to see what yeah. the hockey players do when they're playing at nine thousand. Yeah. Go on top of a 
the fucking I was gonna say the Arctic Mountain, but I was thinking the Arctic Ocean or just the Arctic. But the they can uh, play on like an ice cap with yeah. some penguin. Yes, not, well, not so yes. penguin. I hate to break it to you, but uh, uh, you know climate change and everything. Uh, a great way to acknowledge climate change as well. Segue, which is a segue into the ice conditions of the Avs and Vegas game. Killing <laughs> it. And the, the, you know, the the time change for the Bruins, which makes a lot of sense, and it was good. My biggest observation when I was trying to figure out, like, okay, how is this different from the Winter Classic when they're able to do it? And I think a big thing was shadows that the stadiums provide. You only get that sunlight for a few hours, whereas there's a couple, like, fucking pine trees or something that's providing the shade. Hey, yeah, mountains. <laughs> well, like, that's not going to do too much, you know, so... And they were playing like at noon, so it was like peak, peak. Yeah. And okay. That was an issue in itself. That was a very dumb idea. <laughs> like, does no one consult? Well, when did they do the winter classic starts? Is that at like in the afternoon or they push it to like three? It's usually at one, I think, one or two. In the stadium series. But also, it's usually not in California. Anymore, yeah, it's usually so. Eastern. It's usually one Eastern. <laughs> unless, well, I guess it, they... unless it was Dallas, wasn't that? Where it was. Yeah, that yeah, it was. It was the last one, yeah. The one I went to in DC was like a afternoon start because it was bright when it started, but then like an any second or third period it was it was dark. Yeah, Marco Sturm scored when it was dark. Yeah. So <laughs> that's how they're like, yeah, let's see. Well my so, Marco Sturm so goes away. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was I think that was around five o'clock. So I think that game started at two, because that went to overtime, right? Yeah, I went to OT. Marco Sturm and OT. Dude, I want a Marco Sturm jersey like that Winter Classic jersey because I just I think that that's a Luigi. beautiful one. I just think that would be awesome to have. Like, I would never just usually just get a Marco Sturm jersey, <laughs> but if I could get that one, like, that's a that's priceless. I respect it. Why not? But yeah, so we've, I guess we touched upon the ice conditions that were horrible for the abs. And the also, Drew, I just got your Matt Bolesky joke. I just realized he's number 29. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes later, bro. We are having a great time tonight. Good joke. Man. I just, I, I had erased him from my memory entirely. I was like, what number? <laughs> that like, might, wore, that might be cold though. I thought you were trying to say he wore 38, and I was like, I just that isn't in my mind as the number he wore. <laughs> but now I get it. <laughs> nice joke, man. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> a slow burn. Unless, unless yeah. something more drastic happens, that's the cold. <laughs> Drastic's the wrong adjective, but also the correct one. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, those ice conditions were shitty. And then they played at midnight Eastern. Mm, nope. I. I did not check that out. I wish I had. I was I was busy, but no. um, I mean, the, those two teams are teams I'm interested in watching play against each other. Yeah, how'd it go? That's a really good question. I still don't know. Vegas <laughs> lost. Yeah, Vegas lost. That's all I know. I think it was close. I think it was three two. No, three two, three two. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a good guess. Concerning that's the most like like basic score. Basic. I watched the first period. Yeah. I came home from work and was like, oh, there's hockey. And then I was like, somebody's going to blow their knee out. And then they had tinfoil. On the ice. Oh, geez, I didn't see that. But I, <laughs> I tapped out when uh, the second I heard the 18-minute intermission clock hasn't started yet. I made myself a drink and went outside because it was nice out. And yeah. never, never returned. Yeah, I like I came down for the last two minutes of the period. My dad was watching like from the start and I was like, oh, cool. And then I was like, all right, cool. I'll watch this intermission. You know, they usually have cool things planned during those. And then they're like, yeah, the clock hasn't started. So we're going to talk about this random player for 20 minutes. And like, yeah. try to fucking, like... I think they did an okay job. Uh, I, I did. I did watch like a little bit after. I think they did an okay job of. Uh stalling at first i don't know what happened after that but i give them credit for being able to do that more swings and such i i did see that i i got a video of that people people like that i will say like that's it's like a nightmare i've had to do that on like my own like my new show where i had two more minutes than i thought and i was like fuck like you know i was like weatherman like phil 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 
So like, I can't <laughs> even imagine for that where it's just like, yeah, we're on and it's going to be at least 20 minutes, but it could be an hour. It could be an hour and a half. Like just start filling time. That's Honestly, this whole there. show is <laughs> filling time. So like, yeah, <laughs> I think well, we could do it just fine. You know, we, we should get to some Bruins, but first, <laughs> you know who has something to say. I'm not even going to say who has something to say. We're just going to say it. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Like, I like Pinto, and I, I remember everyone, like... And this is the thing that I think Sense fans need to start realizing... We need to stop looking at the draft. We really need to stop looking at a player being like, he was drafted way too early. You know who you can make an argument who was drafted way too late? Mark Stone. Sixth round pick and now he's making nine and a half million dollars. Pajot, drafted I think in the fifth round and making five million. Hoffman, Welcome to the Sens Hour Podcast, your number one source for Sens content, part of Hockey Podcast Network, hosted by Shane from Ottawa and... And Derek from Muskoka, almost near Leaf Country out here. Um, but I think Clevin was, was right up there because they traded up to get him uh, with the Leafs. And again, they, they passed up some talented players for a guy like Clevin. But now Clevin's all of a sudden looking like a talented player himself. Like that goal that he scored um, in the third game in UND was outrageous. It was just not something you're expecting from the Twitter scouts, especially. <laughs> Sends our podcast, your number one stop for all your Senators content. New episodes coming at you every Monday and Thursday, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Have a good one. Stay safe. Take care. All right, so, Sens fans, welcome back. Yeah, well, well, I was gonna say like we made fun of the like the Habs one, but yeah, you could be a Senators fan and a, and a Bruins fan. Like, why not? Why not? Yeah, I mean, I I get like if you're a Sens fan, it's been like 80 years since your team was competitive. You might want to like watch other teams. Yeah. All right. So we started a war with as, the Senators. <laughs> as I remember that the Senators knocked the Bruins out of the playoffs not too long ago. <laughs> Again, that was like 80 years ago. I mean, in, in, COVID, uh, in yeah. COVID years. Like, like time isn't real. We've learned this. Time is. Wait, was that 2016 or 2017? I think it was 2016. I, I, I honestly think we've read out that roster, the Sens roster, on on this podcast because I'm fascinated by all of the players that were on that roster and how good today that roster would be. But like at the time, it, it wasn't really. But like, Turris is a player that just really shouts out to me. Just shouts out. Yeah, I hear him. Wait, here he is. Shouts to Drew <laughs> shouting out Turris. Hi, I'm, I'm Kyle Turris, and I talk like this, apparently. Um, yeah, no, he's just always, like, I know he, like, wasn't even there too long because he moved on to Nashville, to re- like, in his prime, basically, right? Because he's not even 30 yet. Maybe he is. Yeah, and I, I mean, like, I think he he played his best hockey when he was in Ottawa because he just hasn't been good since. Yeah, no, that's like, just always a guy. He's that's in like, Edmonton now, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Is he oh, becoming yeah. the next, like, like Donato or Spooner? I guess Donato hasn't moved too much. Yeah, yeah kind of. I, I don't know. He's He just hasn't panned out that well, you know? I, but he I did. Think, <laughs> I, I think Nashville traded for him thinking, like, okay, this is our second-line center. Like, we got Ryan Johansson. Because there's Kyle Turris. trade, too, right? So that's, like, just yeah. how valuable they thought he was. And so then he became their, like, second-line right winger. And then he was, like, their third-line right winger. And then they're just like, yeah, reclamation project. And now I think, I he's, playing, I think he's playing, like, third-line wing on, on Edmonton. So I think I'm going to edit the Sens ad out and just put our Sens talk. In the- <laughs> <laughs> Sens talk. A fantastic ad for But Mika Zibanejad was on that, on that 2016 team. Mark oh, Stone, like... Wait, Zibanejad was? Holy yeah. Shit. So well, many good players. Yeah, Zibanejad uh, got traded to the Rangers for Derek Brassard, <laughs> who 
at the at the time was considered the better player, but Miku's advantage had had the bigger upside. And uh, it turns out, uh, yeah, he had the bigger upside. Yeah, it turns out, yeah, big time. <laughs> By the way, season Benajad played the Bruins on Sunday on NBC. Um, yeah, he seems to be struggling with uh, his rebound from COVID. So, I think I'm be seeing Bruins. <laughs> We could um, talk about the Bruins. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, me and me and Cam during the ad went over a bunch of, more like he shouted out shit that I should mention as the host this week. Um, I think the obvious place to start though is the Poster Doc hat trick. Um, just an incredible performance from an incredible man who wore incredible sunglasses to an incredible game in an incredible setting. Absolutely incredible. I think this Pasternak guy, have you heard? He's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Incredible. You know, he's great. <laughs> I think that he has potential, you know, big, big potential in the NHL. Uh, mm. Just got to make sure they surround him with the right guys and don't, don't make any silly mistakes. Just wait till you find out about this guy, Bard Marchand. Wow, who's he? <laughs> Wait, did you find out about him? <laughs> he's, he's, on one of, he's one of the right guys. <clears throat> one of the right guys. By the way, shouts to shouts to Brad Marsh and like shouting out all of our friends on Twitter and Instagram over the past few days. What a guy! Incredible. I and I was just watching everybody trying to get noticed by him, and I was like, I'm not even gonna try. Was there like uh, a- I'm having fun watching all the youth participate. I was pretty happy with just seeing like people I don't mm-hmm. know in real life, um, but know on Twitter. And yeah, get like their, you saw them at a game, you'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like I would just know your Twitter handle. I like that's how I would refer to. I you. mean, ex- except for Chanel. I would, like, yeah, obviously. Chanel, like, yeah. <laughs> I think that's another great way to delay Bruins talk. Is like all the friends. <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> I swear, we're gonna get to the Bruins eventually. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll actually dive in here. Uh, yeah, pasta. Anybody got anything on pasta other than he's incredible and awesome in the sunglasses? And- I think it's I great really- that he's bouncing back the way that he is after the surgery. He had surgery, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's- hip surgery. And I'm, I, was it Connor who was talking about? Uh, like I, people don't really know what kind of surgery or like how bad that surgery is. I don't remember who it was, but Ugh. someone. Maybe on our podcast, maybe on Twitter, was talking about like I don't think people understand what surgery. Uh... Oh, you know who it was? It was uh, our Friday guest um, this week on another podcast talking about that surgery. Um, yeah, she was mentioning that it's really bad and tough to come back from. So, you know, good thing he has youth on his side. I mean, even if. I, I don't know. I just feel like it takes a certain level of athleticism to be able to recover. And I feel like I know that Marshy was ahead of schedule and I don't think Pasta was or anything like that. But I don't know. I give people credit who can just kind of re- rebound like that. Yeah. I mean, there's there's the physical rehab that you need to do to like yeah. get back to you know, normal peoplehood. And then there's the extra level you need to get. Like, I know Pasta was saying he's like, he's like 25 years old and now like back to back, he's all sore and shit. But I don't know. Dude's an animal. Um, I, I, he's going to be a Bruin for a really long time. I hope. And he's just going to be that guy who can, always score a goal when you need it and uh i mean he's he scored big goals this year he scored goals that meant absolutely nothing but he scored really sick goals and he's fun to watch i think that's the most important thing about yeah him. other than i guess being a really good hockey player is i the bruins could be such a boring team without him and i think he does bring a, a level yeah. of excitement like i, I think brad marchand is always going to be exciting too but he he also has like an infectious personality like he's just he's just a fun dude he's always having fun on the ice like i don't know even when they mic'd him up and he was just saying boring shit it was still fun 
I'm just like, let's go, guys. Let's go. All right, nice job. Let's <laughs> go. What you need in the locker room, too. Because, like, you know, even though he's technically a vet, a veteran, can't even talk. Wow, excuse me. Um, he's still really young. And not to be like, not to bring in the flames, but that's kind of how it is with Noah Hannafin, too. Because it's like, oh, you're still like, not even in your prime yet, but you're a vet. So it's kind, of, it's kind of cool to see how they kind of mesh with the older people on the team. And then they you know, foster the youth and be like, come on, guys, this is fun. This is the culture of the team. Yeah, I think I think that also kind of goes back to like the marketing aspect that uh, just you were mentioning how, you know, they could have done so much more and they can do so much more with these individual players. And obviously you want to market someone like McDavid, but I feel like no offense to McDavid, but just like the personality wise just isn't there. Like as a black and white for God's sake. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and I totally also respect that as an athlete. Like, who wants to fucking deal with the media and shit? But, like, Pasternak just has this fun energy. He loves, like, not that he's, like, I want all this attention and stuff, but he thrives in the spotlight, you know? Yeah. And it, it's just such an opportunity that, like, Dunkin' Donuts is taking more advantage of Pasternak's, mm-hmm. like, stock than the NHL is. And it's in, it's just incredible to, incredible to me that they don't do more. Like NBC will do a thing like, yeah, Pasternak's playing tonight in this star from the other team. And that's it. That's all I see. That's like, are you kidding me? This is it, the perfect player for you. <laughs> it reminds me of um, how useless the Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane commercial was a few years ago when they were just drinking Gatorade and going smooth, real smooth. What does that do? <laughs> Nothing. But it puts their faces out there. Well, Gatorade so, is smooth, I guess. That's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> but like, put a guy it's like a drinkable drink you can drink. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many better opportunities that are literally right in front of the league. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately. And it's like, with these old-fashioned folks, you know, moving on to retirement and the fresh young blood who have an idea of what social media is taking over, I think we will see more uh, marketable faces in the market, <laughs> uh, you know, within the next five years, even. I hope. I yeah. God, otherwise the sport's going to die. I agree. <laughs> I hate to be that person, but. I think the NHL like is very good at like having things stare it straight in the face and then going, mm-hmm. we're going to not do that. I.e. like <laughs> throwing it back to last summer with all of the games being like canceled. It was very obvious what the NHL should be doing. And they're like, we're just going to not do that. So yeah. I, I, again, it's like, it's very obvious who the NHL should market here, but that's exactly what I thought earlier too. It's like when I brought up the NHL not marketing David Pasternak, my exact thought was, well, his commercial is a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. So it really is Dunkin' taking more advantage of it than the league he fucked the place in, or even the team, the Bruins. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, the Bruins do stuff on social media and such, but. Um, there could be so uh, much more on social the, media. The Bruins, the Bruins Twitter account, the Bruins Instagram account, I mean, Twitter's big trash. Instagram account's fine. Yeah. But um, like Jess said, it's like you want to see play, you want to watch players are having fun it's more fun when the players you're watching are having fun yeah. and david Kostrak is the perfect example of that so it's just you know you're getting dealt with straight aces and you're folding it's like what are you doing here That's yeah. all right, anyway for you. i mean i i i bet uh i, I bet connor mcdavid's a like actually funny dude Oh, yeah, I maybe if you're like his, his buddy, old pal, you know, from the good old days, like he's. I bet he's person. one of those people where if you're like sitting at a at a table, like in non-COVID times, having having like a few drinks with like a group of people, he's the type of person who speaks like once every fifteen minutes, and it makes everybody laugh. Yeah, like, I bet he's like good with like one-liners, and just like absolute zingers that just like like they sing. I'm glad we're giving him credit for something that he probably did. Yeah. I need need him to have some kind of personality because he's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. If if y'all listening are not 
taking the time to even like even just go on YouTube after Oilers games and look up the usually like I forget who posts. I think it's Sportsnet posts yeah. like the the six minute seven minute highlight packages, and it gives you every scoring chance. It doesn't just give you like the goals. So you get to see all of the crazy shit that Conor McDavid does that doesn't result in a goal. Um, that's that's the way, and you get the bonus of Leon Drysaddle as well. Yeah, go watch uh, his five rad. point game against Calgary from Saturday night. That was that the, was. Uh, oh my god, I want to I want to talk about how I I ended up uh, somehow I was the one out of the the Bruins podcast to get invited to the DraftKings thing. Um, and I didn't see anything on that, so I got I got tagged in it uh, for some reason, and um, man, I I almost won. I came pretty close. I uh, someone had a defenseman score a, a late goal, and I I ended up in second. But um, I, I was on a live stream with uh, dudes from the Vancouver podcast, the Abs podcast, and the Caps podcast. And uh, we, we went through our lineups and stuff and everyone was like, all right, I was pretty conservative with this. And just, uh, I, I set my, I made sure I had like everybody from the middle of the pack and we did like a, who was your most expensive player? Like go around the circle. And I was the last one to go. And I was like, well, I took the two most expensive players and then filled out the rest of my roster with garbage. I took, I took McDavid and Matthews. And uh, uh, Matthews, I think, had a three-point night. And McDavid had a five-point night. Yeah, and uh, the two yeah. garbage defensemen I took for, like, I, yeah, I had to scroll all the way down to find them. I took Mike Matheson and uh, Michael Delzato, and <laughs> I think they both had points. Hockey's weird. Hockey is weird. And I said that on the – actually, I think someone said it before me. Uh, and I, I felt good that it's spreading – but uh also like kind of kind of jacked my my thing i think my favorite thing from saturday night was just watching everybody be like oh my god austin matthews has like finally reached <laughs> that level where he's in the same conversation as connor mcdavid first of all no he's not no and then yeah, connor mcdavid yeah like and then connor mcdavid said shut up and put up five points i and, do yeah, sorry. I, I do no. think that uh, I, I did see some people say like, "Oh, Pasternak also shut him up as well." Uh, and I, I mean, I think they're in the same conversation. I think Pasternak and Matthews are oh are yeah close, and and Matthews plays the more important position and and has a better defensive game. So, and whatever, yeah. but those two are uh, absolutely Pasternak. more comparable than Matthews and McDavid. I don't care what anyone says. Until, like, just now, please keep your name, like, McDavid's name out of your mouth when you're comparing Matthews to a player. Thank you. You know, it's a, it's a <clears throat> absolutely ridiculous. And I've seen, I saw a meme, and I have no clue what the other players were on it. They weren't Toronto Maple Leafs, but I've seen it on Facebook because I follow some page that's like hockey memes or something, you know. My Facebook is just all memes, by the way. Like if anyone, tries to me, if anyone tries to friend me on Facebook, it's just all memes. Like I got like family friends and everything that are like that'll like, you know, like add hey, me Drew, on are you okay? Like you are just sending memes everywhere and also a lot of them are very like political driven too and like i think we've made it clear where my political stances <laughs> and that might not line up with the 50 to 60 demographic demographic necessarily so uh yeah so that's my facebook is just memes but one of the hockey memes was like this race like you know olympic or otherwise maybe it's not olympic but you know it's like someone's so far ahead and it puts Austin Matthews and then all these other random players. Um, and I, I don't know what the other players are, but Austin Matthews isn't ahead of like many players. So if they're, if the players are stars, then no fucking way. It's like Austin Matthews ahead like of the Jamie pack. Ben right and Tyler Sagan and exactly. like, like, yeah. Those are comparables. Maybe like it, maybe, you know, like they're I mean, not those are stars. 
Quite literally. I'm going to go pee. <laughs> uh, talk about, like, Vakaninen next. All right, I've got some rapid-fire things about Drew's gone. All right, here we go. Um, rapid-fire list. Uh, something I want to get to quick, Nick Ritchie revenge tour continues goal and an assist, even though the highlight of the Nick Ritchie goal was Patrice Bray's runs back check that caused the turnover, oh. that caused the rush, that caused the goal. Patrice Bergeron is really yeah, tweet, so after him. How do we feel about it, guys? It was sexy. I agree. I was turned on. The back check. I was like, oh, yeah. he still got it. I was like, that's my sulking winner. My sulking winner. But honestly, good for Nick Ritchie. You know, I, I also think it's incredible that his Instagram and Twitter are private. I and that they're Ed Ritchie. Our big beefy boy. Like, I need someone to infiltrate it. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I'm not, like, there. Like, I don't want to find out if he's posting controversial things. I just, like, I need to know what goes on in the mind of the better Richie brother. Just out and follow. Was was that Bradley who posted the let me in? Yeah. Because (laughs) I sent him a screenshot of Nick Richie's Twitter being private. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. By the way, everyone drew a camera in the same place. Yeah, there you go. Um, um, other things that wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get off Nick Ritchie talk, uh, I I, I also have this, some Nick Ritchie. I mentioned this on Twitter. I wanna I wanna make this a thing. Can we start calling Nick Ritchie Big Fudge? Like because <laughs> <laughs> they fudge. they post <laughs> after he scored the goal, the Bruins posted the like uh, Nick Ritchie goal, and then they posted the like fudge ice cream thing. And I just yeah. wanna call him Big Fudge. Big fudge. Have a big fudge. Oh, name of the episode. <laughs> you got a cold we did it. Episode. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm fucking killing it tonight. My work is cut out for me. Um, <laughs> uh, on Richie, I have no idea what y'all said about Richie, but like, kudos. Like, good. Yes, I agree. Sure. Um, <laughs> I was going to say earlier. <laughs> earlier i was thinking me uh, cam and i were watching nesson you know the good n-e-s-n and there's no hockey on tonight apparently so they were playing like classic bruins and for some reason something came to mind they were like talking about ray bork or something and i'm not trying to compare Nick Ritchie to ray bork or anything yeah, where you going, but dude? something came to mind that was like uh nick Ritchie would totally look like Connor mcdavid in a Three on three against the Bruins and Bruins podcast. <laughs> I don't know why watching Ray Bork made me think of Connor McDavid and then Nick Ritchie and then us playing hockey. But like the way you spiraled there is incredible. Yeah, I I wasn't ready for that, but but he would dangle the hell out of like anyone. Anyone who doesn't play professional hockey, like I can't skate backwards, so (laughs) that's what I mean. Like, like we'll talk. Like we've talked plenty of shit about him, but he would like dangle through us and like send us on our asses. Like, there's like he'd be incredible against us compared to us, and we're the ones who criticized him. <laughs> I've actually never tried skating backwards. Uh, if I can ski backwards, can I skate backwards? Probably yeah, skate backwards okay. is easier than skiing backwards in my okay. opinion. Really? So do more okay. skating. How do you ski backwards? It's pretty easy. You just point down the hill and go backwards. And you lean the opposite way. Like, it's kind of when you're backing up a car and you turn the wheel. The, like, I can't oh, even no, do that. No, Drew, I'm not even you gonna lean the same up. way. I mean, well, I mean, I guess, like... In, yes, but, like, counter... Of frame of, what, yeah, <laughs> when you're facing, you know? You like I lean. know what you mean. You, if you <laughs> lean right when you're going down, the regular way you're going to turn right. If you lean to the right, you're going to also actually turn right. It's yeah, like driving... Like, a, it's <laughs> like reversing in a car. Oh, okay. You know? It's like the same kind of feel, or it's it's like riding a bike. No, it's not. All right, Vakaninen also played a game the other day. Speaking of outrageousness, what an outrageous jump from two years ago playing an NHL game to hey, you're back in the NHL and you're also outdoors in Lake Tahoe and the ice is melting and it's cold. And- <laughs> Welcome back. You have been having a great season in the AHL. Here you yeah. go. Here are the keys. But also, Cali didn't assist. Not bad. And an own goal. Yes. Well, if we're <laughs> counting. Look, he said I, I respect that. He said if anybody's scoring on my net, it's gonna be me. 
Uh, you know, I, I did uh, very similar things in defenseman. So it's uh, you take ownership of your net. Um, but yeah, good to see him back in the line. I mean, not the circumstances, obviously not ideal, but it's good to see him get another crack. He was one of my favorite players to see down in Providence when I covered them 2019, 2018, 2019 season. Um, Feels like years ago. <laughs> I literally don't. I The year that the Bruins – it was a year after the Bruins went to the Stanley Cup. So was that last year? No. When I, honestly, I don't years remember. Don't, yeah. So Whatever. Twenty twenty. Sure. Yes. So it was last year. No, it was the year before. So it was twenty nineteen. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Again, guys, I have no concept of time. Time. Is Chris, can you put on that shirt? Time is a flat circle. What was that, Cam? The shirt. You. Is that a thing that he put on? It looks like a mask. Oh, no, no, no. This is a dog Oh, uh, yeah, I can't see it. It looked like, yeah, it looks like you could, like. Yeah, but is there a, a hole at the like, bottom? Can you cut a hole in the bottom? Where? There is not. I, I guess theoretically I could cut a hole in the bottom, but I'm not going to. <laughs> so, like, can you know, like, do that right now? Because I'd love to see it. Oh, you can definitely see Rascal's ears. Hi, Rascal. Like, yeah. Before I knew Chris's dog's name, or like I was like super good friends with Chris. If you, if we, would you consider us super good friends? Before I embarrass myself on the podcast. Yeah. Great. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> We're rolling. I call his dog Sid the Sloth. That I didn't didn't know his dog's name. So it was just okay. Sid the Sloth. I do. I I have one dog, but. Right now, our apartment has four, so it can be tough to keep track. Foster. This is a whole lot of dogs. <laughs> it's a whole lot of dogs, and that's the episode, though. No. Uh, yeah, back at any point in the game, and uh, 51 minutes of this. <laughs> long episode, and like, right, I, I got one more real thing to talk about. Well, I had Vacaninen, though. Well, you're right. You're you are hyper fixated on your whole Vacaninen, and I want to make sure that you are okay. <laughs> Back in Iden, man. <laughs> Chris was the one who Did you want to talk about how Mike Tarico couldn't uh, <laughs> couldn't his pronounce name. his name? <laughs> I think you called him Vakinen or like Vukenschmacken. Is his name? Whatever it was, it sounded not great. But I. <laughs> uh, Back in Iden. Uh I was going to say, there was just this moment that was captured on video, on TV, and then on Twitter is where I saw it, of Bergeron, like, taking a second. You know, he gives a fist pump to everybody, you know, about to go down to the tunnel or, like, the fucking carpet or whatever they were on for that game. Um, the and, uh, Corey Perry walkway. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he just took an extra second and, like, brought – Vacanited in and like said something, and I think someone, one of us tweeted it. I mean, it wasn't me; it was Cam that tweeted it out. What did Bergeron say? No but one responded to that. I, no one. One, yeah. one person responded, and it was like in earnest. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> I don't know what it's but like, I, I think that's awesome that like Bergeron did that. I think that's amazing, and I think that's something. As what a if captain, Bergeron was talking shit? He's like, you're never gonna make it here. He's like, man, you know how you, you know how you let in that goal? Uh, like it went off of you and it went into the goal. Like, yeah, fuck you, man. Like that yeah, shit he was never like, should happen again. He was like last time in the show. Good job, like playing really good, like good enough to make Seattle, but not good enough to like <laughs> protect you. Like that's I don't think he's good enough to be in Seattle. <laughs> not yet. Uh, John Moore's our guy. Yeah, John Moore's yeah, better. Yeah. Please. Assist. Chanel, Chanel really needs to sell John Moore to the Kraken. <laughs> I saw. I think I DM'd it to one of you guys, or maybe both of you, but somebody tweeted it was a good tweet. They like DM the Seattle Kraken. They're uh, like, hey, John Jeff, Moore, Jeff, is Jeff is real. He's he's been doing it after every game. Oh, every <laughs> every John Moore game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, moving on. What was Brandon you- Carlo getting the A? How do you guys feel about it? I think it's well earned. I think. Um, you know, still relatively young, but I think somebody that displays the type of leadership from what we've seen and what we can see as fans. Um, and obviously, the Krejci lineup, which we don't like to see. Obviously, we stand David Krejci here, but 
I think if you're going to have to pass it to somebody else, I think Carlos earned it over his time with the Bruins. Yeah. So that why you guys were taking <laughs> Jeff, what think, you got? Um, you know, I think that Carlo has come strides from his early time here in Boston, and it's so great to see him performing at a level that's encouraging and that's, you know, effective. Of course, he's without his good buddy, Tori Krug, um, RIP, but he's still playing a great game. And that's, you know, we can't let Krug's absence take away from that. And this is what happens when you support the NWHL. You get an A. <laughs> I really thought you were still talking about the Tory Curry thing. And no, I was going to say, if you support uh, the NWHL, you're going to trade away your power play quarterback? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Brandon Carlo, an NWHL fan. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Tory Krug because I think that was the, the comparable there. Like, Tory Krug got the A right around the same time, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Been been around for a few years. Offensive fulcrum right now, like obviously the fulcrum, the fulcrum. Fuck, we need to keep up with that. We really do. I need to make a meme. Yeah, I need to make a meme. Put in like you know, you know, like every font that they, the font they use for every like death metal album. Yeah, the fulcrum. And it's just him with like it, it, we'll just like give him wings and stuff like he's this creature like the fulcrum is like some sort of it's just him. that's a cat noise but you know like a brain noise yeah you know <laughs> you know noise like a cat like a birds and cats man <laughs> what noise do you expect right. a fulcrum I got one more thing to address here. Order the court. There's plenty more that I got, so this is going. We have the first NHL goal for Trent, Fred, and Eric, all scoring their first NHL goal on the same day. What a going. <laughs> I bet all their moms are proud. It's a hat trick. Trent, Fred, Eric, hat trick. Unreal. <laughs> Guy gets a hat trick in every game he scores. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, good job on that guy. The, uh, the goal he scored was very similar to, I believe, the second Pasternak goal. Um, yeah. Good stuff. It was a little on edge. It, I think if it had been a, a sauce, saucer, uh, saucy plant. Flying through the air like a frisbee, like a puck normally does on a wrist shot, uh, probably would have gone over or hit the post, but it dipped a little, went under, and you love to see. We do. Yeah, I think that was. I mean, it's kind of the perfect example of hockey is weird. How he just kind of turned around and threw it on net, and it like, I think the replay is so great because you see Carter Hart's glove, but it's going towards the puck. And it's going towards the puck, like the super slow-mo that NBC does. And it's going towards the puck. And then the puck is just like, I'm going to like, I don't know. I don't even think there's enough space, I guess Chris would know, between Adams to like make that happen. Like It was really fucking close to hitting the glove. And I, uh, it was just, ah, Trent, Trent Eric, man, hat trick. Love it. <laughs> yeah, cool dude. Like that guy. He uh, he got us a lot of likes on high uh, on yeah he's in your fucking kitchen. Woo! <laughs> I guess we should also bring up Stunnikov. Oh my god, I I need a poster of Trent Fred Eric in my kitchen. Trent Fred Eric, <laughs> I'm in your fucking kitchen. You're really cooking. That's gonna be our next Twitter. That should be our Twitter promo. It's oh my god, Twitter promo. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a Twitter promo. A Twitter promo. No, oh my god, I need to get a Trent Fred <laughs> poster. But no, it's gonna be somebody cooking, and then they just the camera turns, and it's just Trent Frederick, fathead. <laughs> and he oh, say, "There's a speech bubble that says, Woo! Oh, woo. <laughs> I'm oh, in your God. fucking kitchen." <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, Stanika. I honestly didn't notice him at all, which is not a bad thing. He had a really nice pass uh, on the Pasternak hatchet goal. It was a fake shot. Um, went back door to Pasternak, no look pass. 
sounds cool. All right, Kim, do you want to talk about it then? Because I have no clue. But well, I, yeah, I mean, it was a really nice play. It was kind of like late enough in the game that, it, you know, that's like the game winner that gets looked at more. And people are like, oh, Stanika really, you know, kind of a garbage time goal at that point, but still a very nice play. You know what I mean? It's like the Flyers stopped trying because they were losing. So um, and that's the type of stuff we want to see more from. Uh, he's been built as a playmaker, so hopefully we can see more of that. But I saw him make another nice pass, I think, to Anders Bjork earlier in the game. That was the that was one of the only other times I noticed him. I, I think there were there were a few plays where he, where he was noticeable, but that, that was the one that I took down. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think he's going to be good. I hope he's going to be good. Um, right now, he's not. Yeah, I don't think you need to like. He doesn't need to be Connor David right now, right? Like we we've talked about this before. Like we can give players time to kind of develop a little bit, and it it is too early for him right now. I yeah. think he's gonna make an impact, but he's got a bright future, hopefully. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm gonna transition real quick. We do have a Twitter question. You know, once on a blue moon, we we get a we get a, we get a fucking Twitter question. Um, but at Boston commenter um, said, and I think before uh, like revealing this to y'all, it's like um, I think they go hand in hand the two options. It's multiple choice for the course of the season. Would you rather a play Tuka Rask on your number one D pairing or b play Marchand? At goalie, and I feel like if you do play Tuka on the number one D pair, like Marshawn, then needs to be your goalie. Yeah, I mean, like forgetting about Halak, I guess Halak would be the goalie. I was but like, 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 like if you question. do that, Brett then cancels the question out. <laughs> not a question anymore. Then, Drew, I think I think you're overthinking this. But then, no, but then, listen, you move Clifton <laughs> to forward. Right? No, oh boy, and you move Marshawn to D. Like no. I mean, to the goalie. Let's take it as it is. You got Halak as a goalie, whatever. Do you, A, play Tuka Rasko, your number one D pairing, or B, play Marshawn at goalie? I think you obviously put Rask at defense, and then you don't actually put him as your number one D pair, and you have a real goalie. Especially not Martian. Like, goddamn. Like, no offense. I love him. He's sure. too small. But, like, he's not exactly filling up the net. And he, I mean, without the goalie <laughs> training, a small guy like him is going to have <laughs> You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I agree. That's that'd be really dumb to <laughs> I honestly unless Martian has like some uh training that I've I'm not aware of. I even even so like I, I don't think it matters in terms of like if you if you played goalie in high school, like there's no fucking way you can play goalie in the NHL. So, yeah, yeah, it's not like Edelman played like quarterback at like Chris Hogan playing lacrosse. Yeah, like, it's not like that where it's like, okay, yes, we're gonna like do this on some play. It's like, no, you're not gonna throw Marshawn in net for some play and like, like empty net, maybe like, yeah, Marshy, get back, get back to the net. Like, this like, is your time. Tuka, so, like, at least you can shelter him. Team. Like, Tuka can at least skate, like, he. Yeah. Just put a stick in his hand like he can he do whatever. Pair with McAvoy. Whenever he can, even if there isn't a reason to. Play him, play him seven minutes a night. <laughs> That's not the shit on this listener question. I think this is the type of question we want. It's outside the box. That's what It really is, yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Boston Commenter, thank you very much. Keep, At Boston Commenter. Outside the box in Bruins. That sounds like a that sounds like a fake account that we made up to ask ourselves a question. <laughs> no, man. And just for the, just for the Twitter bio, I think this is it, honestly I, I saw I saw them follow bio. us. I saw them following us. I was like, oh, this is our kind of person. Don't judge me on my following list, um, which I think is is appropriate. And then invites you to judge and them on their following. And it list. says politics to sports to life and back around again. And I do think that encompasses. That's us beautiful. Yeah, like that's. Yeah. Wait. So I, I did say we would do this um, if we if we got reviews, and I believe this is your boy Cam Rijack. Yeah, that's my boy. All right, we got a five star review from oh, Rijack. Yeah, it's good. It's a good review. Uh, the, the title is "It's Good, But." Yeah. <laughs> this is really good. This is good stuff. 
I feel like any Nick Ritchie talk is sarcastic. Do these guys not watch the games? Richie is that prototypical forward that won us a cup back in 2011. If we had even just two to three more Nick Richies, this team wouldn't lose. Aside from that, these guys are all right. But the Nick Richie disrespect is a joke. I know a couple of you were like 12 when guys like Lucic and Horton bodied their way to hoisting the cup. It's time to wake up and smell the coffee. Nick Richie is the X factor for the Boston Bruins going forward. You get five stars because you guys are grinding and putting out entertaining content twice a week. It's about time you guys respect what wins the cup. And that's Nick Ritchie. <laughs> okay, so I, I have an I have an essay due on like Wednesday <laughs> night. And like it has nothing to do with anything that that was about, but does like like my school uses turn it in as a thing that like pr- protects against plagiarism. Like, do you think it protects against Bruce and Bruins like reviews on Apple <laughs> Podcasts? Because I'm totally gonna submit that. That, oh, was, that was concrete. that's incredible. Like, yeah, the, the, the gauntlet like, has been thrown, everybody. Like this, that is the review to which you must aspire. <laughs> I need, I need like footnotes where it's like one, and then it puts like a link to like a certain article or like a YouTube clip of one of his calls. It's an amazing comment. Yeah, I think uh, we'll we'll probably throw that on the on the gram. Yeah, that's a good one. But he's got a fair point. Nick Ritchie revenge tour just keeps on chugging along. Hey, if we had two to three yeah. more Nick Ritchies. I don't know. I'm matching a whole team, a lineup. For some reason, they're not wearing their helmets so they can see the big cheeks and you're just walking out. Like, <laughs> but, like, from the outdoor games, so they, like, have to walk a really long distance in an army of Nick Ritchies. It's like, and the second line <laughs> is, at left wing, we have Nick Ritchie. At center, we have yeah. Big Fudge. And at right wing, we have Rich Boy. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I was going to say a man with three first names, Nick Rich and, it, uh, and Itchy. Nick Rich and Itchy. Nick Rich and Itchy. We need to end this podcast. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Jess, please yeah. shout out any and all things. Twitter ads, Instagram ads, where we can see your work. Sure. So you can find my Flames podcast on any of your favorite streaming networks or apps, Locked On Flames. Please leave an amazing Nick Ritchie esque review. Yeah, honestly, just head on over there if you want to hear me just like rag on some of your favorite players um and you can find me on twitter at jess belmosto awesome um thanks for having me yes anytime anytime uh one of our one of our favorite repeat guests definitely one of the crew that just has like (laughs) like constant invites like just like yes i love it the pod you need to be on at least like you know in so many weeks you know in the, in the chat i've been calling it our bullpen like we bullpen. when when the yeah. starters can't when we can't right. handle the workload well we were <laughs> thinking ahead of time me and cam were like we're skiing and like we might not be able to start until like nine ten ish and we're like well jess is like that's perfect we're just gonna like have a fun episode where we're like blasted like this is perfect so i love it <laughs> I'm always awake. I'm I'm drunk, but you know. All right, thank you, Jess, for coming on. Hey, we got we got a we got a song to sing, and we all know what it is. I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. world. It's fantastic. I make plastic. You can brush my hair. It'd be anywhere. <laughs> 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 <laughs>